be the Alabama coach. What, what, what? It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor in that exact order. What an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I put a Lindo Mari up there before I like Ricky Williams. Just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of it and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphins fans of all ages, the Battered Fins Fans Podcast is back with you on November 30th, 2023, episode 29 of the Battered Fins Fans Podcast. Danny, as always, how the hell are we living today, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, I, we, me and my family got into this thing where we started watching Christmas movies every night, like mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. Yep. And today... We decided to watch this movie called Jack Frost. Never I've seen, seen it. it. Yep. Never seen it. Never heard of it. What the heck, man? I was not expecting. I'm not. Obviously, if anybody right. has, hasn't watched it, I'm not going to spoil it. Right. But what the heck, man? Yeah, like, I know. really should give you some type of like warning. Warning. Right. Would, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that was heavy. That was heavy. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get we'll get into it. We'll get into it directly after the show, so we don't have to spoil it. Anybody, you know, a thirty-year-old movie. Real quick question, just off the back, and we're going to ask our guest today too. But yours, what is your number one go-to movie, Christmas movie of all time? Home Alone, two. Home Alone. All right. Well, no, mine's mine's one, the original. But yeah, I, you can't you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with either or. I think they're they're both amazing movies. It's my but, tradition is put up the, the tree on Black Friday and put that movie in the background. All right, nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's guest time. This guest comes down. <sighs> comes down, I don't want to say, I, you know, I, I have high hopes for them because I discovered them going through Twitter. Bobby Finn's talking in the house. I, I discovered them going through Twitter and is, a fi- I, I could say officially, a Dolphins content creator. Um, caught my eye right away. Uh, very beautiful person. Uh, great with her information. Great with her knowledge, and it, right away, I remember texting you right away, and you, and you could speak to this. I texted you right away, and I said, "Dude, I think we got to get her on the show because she just struck a chord with me that when she talks dolphins, it wasn't just here. Let me just go rant about it. No, she was ranting, and she was giving great points, sound informed, and a passionate dolphin fan. So, no, no other introductions needed for this person. Let's go ahead and bring her on now." Miss Marissa Marino, which is either the daughter of Dan Marino or married to Dan Marino. What what are the other? Um, but let's go ahead and meet her now. Senorita, welcome to the Battered Fintan Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you guys so much for having me. I am super stoked to be here and not related to Dan, but it is what it is. My dad used to tell me I can tell people I'm related to him when we win. Dolphins Thirsty, which is Rob from Dolphins Thirsty, the Finstock Sports Network. Welcome, Marissa. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you, if you guys aren't following her already, her Twitter handle's right there next to her name. Make sure you do so already. I've been retweeting all her stuff, so if you follow me, you probably see that I've, I've been retweeting her stuff. She she drops content videos as well on YouTube. Um, we'll, we'll get to that right now, but let's go ahead and start with the general question that we always ask when we bring people onto the show. Give us a little insight to where your fandom for these Miami Dolphins started. When did it start? And then ultimately, what got you into content creation? And finally, who is your favorite Dolphins player of all time? I'm gonna assume it's the guy in the background, but you don't, you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be. But those are those are our questions to you. So go ahead and give us some information on what who is Marissa Marino. 
Yeah, great question. Um, so if you see on my Twitter, it says I'm a dolphin fan since I came out the womb. So basically, you know, I've, I was born that way and I really had no other choice. Um, so for me, it started young age. I was born in Coral Springs, fattest baby ever born at that hospital when that <laughs> happened. Um, and I, uh, my dad, I mean, long lineage of dolphin fans. I'm actually wearing, this was my grandmother's jersey. It's a Merino no jersey. Kidding. Um, my dad gave it to her in 92 for her birthday. And this was my grandfather's. <laughs> This was my grandfather's um, dolphin's necklace. My dad gave it that to him awesome. in 85, and it is still pristine. They're both no longer with us, but I am rocking that in their honor. Um, and, you know, my dad and my grandfather are the ones who got me into the dolphins. I mean, first of all, we all know the Florida heat is oppressively hot. And so my dad would say at a young age, you can go outside and play and find something to do on Dolphin Sunday, or you can come in the house and watch the game. E and inside, easy decision. Easy decision. Yeah. And inside there were snacks and AC. So I'm like, I'm going to come inside. <laughs> and so it just kind of started from there. Um, my dad worked for this really awesome cigar and martini bar called Gatsby's. And they had four locations. Boca, Kendall, all these different locations. Yep. And um, I remember Gatsby's. Yeah, mm -hmm. he had so much exposure with the Dolphins at that time. And they also, he also worked for Abbey Road that was in Palm Beach Gardens. And they would do these bus trips. And my dad was the MC of these bus trips. And so as a young man, awesome. it was, I would go on the bus with all these crazy drunks that were having a great time. And I'm like eight years old. And my dad is emceeing them, and we'd go down on this huge greyhound, and we would tailgate. And, um, you know, it just I just was so immersed in that culture at such a young age. Um, and from there, I heard in the beginning of your intro, I'm not going to Alabama. Well, my dad was um, in charge of the Nick Saban show, which was hosted out of Gatsby's. And, you know, he even said to my dad, I'm not going to Alabama. And we named our dog Saban. And then mm. he mm. Um, So we didn't change the dog's name. We figured that would be too confusing. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's just, I, I just, I mean, I can go on and on. The exposure yeah. was, just, was just there. And um, I left Florida about 10 years ago, but me being a Dolphins fan came along with me. Um, I don't miss the game. I live and breathe NFL. It's all I listen I to. It. I think ad nauseum to some people, <laughs> but um, I'm just, it, it's always going to be a part of who I am. And I feel so grateful to be able to share a passion of mine with people um, because I've just kind of kept it to myself and my dad. And so now it can be shared with others. Did the dog move to Alabama? Dolphin Cersei would like to know if the dog followed Nick Saban <laughs> to Alabama. No, no. The dog came with us. The dog came with us. And he did not become an Alabama fan. We, we, he still is rocking. He was rocking his Dolphins collars. So. Love it. Love it. So, well, before I go to the second question, um, I'm, I'm going to assume, and I could be completely wrong. Do you know who Michael Carr is? Because they were saying that they met Marissa's mother tonight in North Carolina, and then he followed it up with some more. She saw my fins hat and asked me if I was if if that was my car in the parking lot with the Dolphins tag. We talked about the team, and she told me her daughter was going to be on the better fins fans tonight. 
No, but my parents are my biggest supporters. That's awesome. They're having like a watch party tonight. And hi, hi parents. Yeah, hi. <laughs> no, that's awesome. All right. So the following question is where did the content creation come from? Obviously, the love is there. So what finally got you to say, you know what? I want to put my I want to put my two cents out there. And wh what got you to start doing that? So I have to shout out Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio on um, on Sirius XM. So I was I was driving. I'll make this short. I was driving down the road, stuck in traffic, and I was listening to um, to uh, moving the chains on a yeah. different network. And mm -hmm. this Jamoke was on there. And he was like making no sense. I'm like, if this guy can call into a radio show, I can do it. So I called into Freddie and Harry. The, the response was amazing. And they were like, MiamiDolphins.com, reach out to this girl. They were just so nice to me. And then when I called in again, the producer was like, keep calling back. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can make a video. Like, I don't know if people will watch it. I've never used Twitter before, but like, Let's see what happens. And that was literally like two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> well, there you go. And I discovered you two and a half weeks ago. And I, I, I listen, the way I told Danny, and I'll say here on air, like I told you off air, you run into some people. It doesn't matter who it is. Dolph, fans of their teams. And sometimes you hear them. And it's like, oh, I don't want to hear this person. Or, oh, my God, what are they talking about? Your first video off the back. I got hooked and I was like, I like where this person's going. And then I saw your second one. Then I saw your third one. Then I visited your YouTube channel and I said, got to have her on the show. I don't, I, and listen, I didn't know you hadn't been on another show. So I'm glad that I'm, I'm bringing that out of you because I'm very excited to see where this goes for you. Because like I said, my goal is to listen. I show love to everyone on Dolphins Twitter because everybody shows love to me. Like you said, the person you're going to be with on Saturday, it's a top secret guys. We don't know who it is. They spoke highly of me. I don't know who it is yet, but I'm going to just say it's me and Danny try to make it a point that when people come to this show, they feel free, they feel relaxed, and we show love to everybody that comes on here. So I'm very excited to where it's going for you. But let's go ahead and move to where you actually came here to talk. Let's talk some Dolphins football. I'm now, ready. Let, let's have some fun with it first because Bobby Wait, Finn's we're gonna over. We're going to skip over the favorite player? Oh, we already know who her favorite player is, but yeah, go ahead. Second go ahead favorite, the second favorite. All right, second um, favorite. I would go. have to say second favorite would be Jason Taylor because I got to meet him and I have a picture with him. And he's so, amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, and I think every woman in America is probably in love with him. So I'm in love me. with him. I'm in love with him <laughs> too. Fair. Men and women across America. Right. There you go. All right. So let's go ahead and have some fun with this. Uh Bobby Finstock, if you're here, make sure you're known. Aster He was oh, he well. was here earlier. I know. I, I just want to make sure he's still here because this topic is mainly him. He tweeted this, and I don't know if you saw it, um, Marissa, but I, I definitely want to talk about it. Let's spend some time on this. So he posted it this way, and we're going to go ahead and clarify here a little bit. He said, and he sent me the video. Um, what's this guy from? Oh, my God, his name. I just slipped. His name slipped. He's an actor. But he basically said that Bradley he gave Cooper. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. I saw the interview, yeah. Right. That he, Oscar. He, he gave up his first Oscar for a Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl. Then Bobby flipped it, put it on Twitter. He said, hey, guys, would you not want to win $300 million for your team to win a Super Bowl? Now, when me and Danny talked off air about it, I said, yo, we got to talk about this tomorrow. We thought it was only $3 million. And at that point, 
our opinions, I think, didn't really fluctuate much when now finding out that it's 300 million. But we know what me and Danny would do. So we don't want to give our opinions yet. But Marissa, if it came down to it and somebody offered you, and let's say it's 3 million, let's go 3 million. If somebody said, we'll give you $3 million or you can see your team win the Super Bowl, what would be your choice? Goodness. Yes. I was thinking about this today. And I'm like, oh my God, are, is everybody going to unfollow me that I just got on Twitter? But, <laughs> but um, as much as they have put me through and I have cried after games, like mm -hmm. no joke, cried. My parents can attest to that. Um, Three million is a lot of money. And I love my family. Um, and so I have to take the three million and just really hope that next year, they just rock it out um, and have faith in my guys that they're just going to get even better. So I'm going to have to go with the three million um, in this case. Sorry, Danny. We talked about this yesterday, and we won't be as colorful as we were off air. You know, we don't want to bring that that, that <sighs> noise to live. But we basically said in a very nice way. Hell no. Listen, I love the Miami Dolphins. If you look at my back wall, it's all Miami Dolphins. If you see. My tats, it's Miami Dolphins. I love this team. I will cover myself from head to toe in Dolphin players, logos. It doesn't matter. But if you're telling me a person who has to work 50-hour work weeks, mm. but I take $3 million or the Miami Dolphins winning a I'm sorry, Bobby. I'm Listen, give me the money. I'm with your wife on this one. Give me the money. And now that I know it's $300 million, Bobby. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure where that number came from because the if the original question was an Oscar, yeah, like Bradley Cooper he gives up that Oscar, it. he's but but right, he's, he's was, bound was, to win another was, one. He's bound to right. win another Oscar. Or or even if his the the trophy leaves his house, he's still living in a really nice house, right. one of like six other houses. Right. Now, if you go to Bradley Cooper and you say, "Hey, Philly Super Bowl," or you got to give up all your riches, that mm -hmm. answer might be a little different. Mm -hmm. So Facts. I don't know, like. Uh, that Oscar, the three hundred million, it, it just it didn't seem like it was. Now, Manny, if I tell you, Dolphins win the Super Bowl, or you get Employee of the Month or of the Year, or you get a a, a five thousand dollar bonus, well, then maybe Dolphins you consider it. Dolphins winning the Super yeah. Bowl. No, no, I can say right now, Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. But man, millions of dollars, I just can't see nah. it. Nah, now, my, now my my question is, I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off, Manny. No, no, go ahead. At what point do you take the money? Because if you tell me you're going to give me 10000 okay, go ahead. I, I'll, I'll watch the Jets win because I'd consider spending $10,000 to just go watch them live in the Super Bowl. Correct. So $10,000, what's that number where you're like, okay, I got to take the money over the Super Bowl? Like, what is Ooh. that number? Marissa, I don't know about you, but my number, God, listen, I, I could already see the unfollows happening right now. Um, Danny, honestly speaking... I think 60K, 60K would probably be the number that I'm like, I'd give wow. up 60K to watch my Dolphins because I can make 60K in a year. Now, if That's you tell me you're going to give me a, right, if you could tell me I can make 100K, now we're flirting with a number that I'm going to be like, what about you, Marissa? Is there a number that you'd be okay with saying no to? I mean, I just want to cover my therapy bills that I've had to go into for all of these Dolphins <laughs> losses and no Super Bowls at this point. 
So, I, I mean, you know, 75,000, 100. I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. Um, yeah. You know, that would, be, uh-uh. that would be nice. I would say probably 100,000. They put me through a lot. Right, right. Right. I mean, some emotional damage charges, you know. Agreed. <laughs> no way. If, if somebody tells me. Thirty thousand, or the Jets won a Super Bowl. I'm taking the thirty thousand. No. Okay, okay. No, I. You yeah. know what? Like I said, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll make. I'll make the thirty. I'll make the sixty. And listen, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be like an yeah. Easy but you'll make the sixty, and then you can add thirty on top of it. That's ninety. I don't know. I, I I agree. But listen, I. That's just the starting number where I'd be a little bit on the fence about it. If you get uh, if you get me to six figures, sir, I'm sorry. Listen, Dolphins. You know. Nah, Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. I feel no shame in saying I take the Dolphins Super Bowl win. I need at least one. Man. Man. Yes. Hit that like button, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, Marissa's here for the likes. And she's – listen, if you're here with the Batter Fin fan, you love us already. Hit that like button when you're here. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy the content. But let's go ahead and move to a hot topic, which – listen, don't kill me. This is in parentheses for a reason. We have something to talk about. But, Marissa, we'll start with you. When I say recent struggles, it's obviously in quotation marks because there has been moments where Tua has not looked like Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember last week specifically against the Jets. Danny could attest to this. We were in a group chat with, with, the, Jet, with the other Jets guys that we have a group chat with. And I, I literally texted moments before it happened. It was about right when the kickoff happened. And I told, I told the guys, if there's a moment for Tua to throw a turnover, or even throw a pick six, it's going to be right now because he gets cute right before the second half. He gets cute in those two-minute situations where – and I got the numbers here that we'll talk about in a moment, but I, I, I'll come to you with this, and then you give me your two cents. So I went and looked at the numbers, right, as far as his struggles. When his attempts are anywhere between 11 yards to 20, he's seven touchdowns to two interceptions. When his attempts are anywhere between 1 to 10, he's six touchdowns to one interception. When his attempts are anywhere between 21 yards to 30, he's six touchdowns to seven interceptions. So obviously the struggle is a little bit there. But then when you talk about field position turnovers as well, his worst in it when they're anywhere between their own 21 to 50, which is basically where he threw that pick six, he has two touchdowns to seven interceptions. So I I ask you this. Tua is obviously, we're only going to go as far as Tua takes us. But is there any concerns to you that, he's struggling a bit here at moments when we need him not to be struggling. Yeah. And that's, that's an absolutely great question. Um, For me, I did the same thing. My family was over for Thanksgiving and right before he threw that ball, I said, you need to be smart with the ball, be smart with the ball. And then he threw the interception. Mom is here, by the way. Mom is here. Hi mom. mom. Um, But um, so for me, though, I would rather him get those out of his system now Facts. when we're playing these teams that are not necessarily going to be. And I know that they turned that into six, but mm-hmm. aren't going to necessarily be able to convert all of those interceptions into touchdowns, into points. But what I will say is I like his resilience and his bounce Facts. back. That has been very, very impressive to me, the way that he is able to make those errors. And you saw it. Yeah. Not eat himself up as much like he used to. Mike McDaniel made mention of that and be able to go back in the game and, you know, put his head on straight and keep it moving. And so I love that out of him. So, and, and there's also, sure, o- figure it out. and there's also ownership of it. Like mm-hmm. 
there was a certain gentleman on another team that Danny knows that he basically lost his team the game and they asked him like do you take any fault in this and he absolutely said no he didn't Tua where from a moment where he was like oh this is all my fault this is all my fault now takes ownership of it and he grows from it I think he's one of the best quarterbacks when turning the ball over he literally comes back and puts six on the board he marches his team down the field so Danny now it goes to you with the numbers that I just gave you and obviously from what you've seen yourself any any concerns moving forward here as we face the Commanders, as we face the Titans, as we face the Jets again, but ultimately those last three games that are coming up, what do you need to see to prepare us for those last three games of the season? Well, like Maritza said, and, and, and you just said also, it seems like every time he has one of those turnovers, it's like seven the other way, the next drive. It's, it's almost like given. That's why it was so surprising last week when he threw, I mean, he threw that pick six and then he followed it up with another interception uh, I think he was going for Waddle, was it? That DJ Reed cut, in, cut under it. Yeah. So that, that yeah. was surprising because for the most part, he comes back strong after a turnover. Uh, I'm not worried. I think that they just need to – once it becomes a trend, which I think that's where it's at now, Mike McDaniel is going to have a talk with him. He's going to be more careful with his play calling because it's become a trend now. That yes. There's a reason why everybody kind of – well, like you called it right before the half – they're going to try to get really aggressive before the half. <clears throat> and that's where he commits his mistakes or his turnovers. Yeah. So I'm sure that's going to be addressed. I, I can almost promise you it's not going to happen this week because they're going to be very careful with the way they play. They call plays right before the half. And uh, I don't think it's too much uh, cause for concern. I mean, he's, right. he's, he's still balling. He is still balling. Listen, we are – take this with a grain of salt. We're not saying he's – listen, there's other quarterbacks in the league. Danny could attest to other quarterbacks that are actually struggling. This is why struggles in parentheses. But there are there are areas where you're like, hey, maybe he shouldn't be doing that. Like what is it that's really going on in the mind? What is he seeing that's causing him to, to throw those turnovers? But let's move on to another hot topic this week. Tyreek Hill and Danny, I'm going to come to you here in a second. Let me go ahead and read the quote. Tyreek Hill went on a, uh, I think it was a CBS affiliate, and basically they were interviewing about this team's particular. And the comment was, the way we practice, the way we play for one another is something that I've never seen before in a team. I've won a Super Bowl, and I feel like this is probably the better team than what we than what we had when we won a Super Bowl back in KC. All we got to do is come out, we got to practice, we got to prepare, and we got to make sure that we show up on game day. It can look good on paper, but we obviously got to get it done on Sundays. Now, Danny, I'll come to you first. Any... It was actually a soccer show, by the way. Okay, so there you go. See, I had no idea, but I saw these comments, and I knew that you'd want to talk about it. True or false on Tyreek Hill's comments that this team is better than the one that he played on? Just based off of his second receiver behind them, Jalen Waddle, I'd have to say yes. But the fact that Patrick Mahomes is on his team, it's really hard to, to say. <clears throat> Andy Reid was the coach. Mike McDaniel looks great, but Andy Reid is that guy this generation. He's that guy. He's that guy. So yeah. Andy Reid's that guy, and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. So it's really hard. But overall, I mean, I, I could understand why he's saying that as far as his offense goes. His that that Chiefs defense wasn't anything. Well, yeah, because when they won it, it wasn't that great. It wasn't like last year's Chiefs team. Uh, I definitely can see why he would say that this this year he feels that it's better. But strictly because it's Patrick Mahomes. To me, it's almost like a toss-up because I think Patrick Mahomes is the best. Uh, but overall, yeah, I could see why he would say that. This, I feel like this offense is is uh, just as comparable as the other one with Jalen Waddle and with uh, Achan and, and Mostert and all these guys. 
and I, I, before I come to you, Marissa, I read these comments and again, shout out to your mom. Listen, your mom's on fire right now. Thank you. Michael Marissa, Marissa knows her shit. I love it. And then obviously Maryland saying he's my fantasy league quarterback. Listen, the guy is a Jeep. So when I broke it down to what he said, Marissa, he said, this is a much better team than what I had in, in Kansas city. And I took that for what it was, Danny. I'm just going as a team basis. Yeah, you want to give the nod to head coach over Matt McDaniel? Sure. You want to give Patrick Mahomes over Tua? Sure. But now when you're talking about wide receivers, now when you're talking about running backs, when you're talking about an overall defense, I feel 100% confident in saying that I think these are true These are true comments. I'm not saying it because I think he's just boasting his team because he's on this team. No, I think he honestly feels that way, that this team is better. And I agree. I do believe that this team is better than that team. But it goes to the final point he said. It's about putting all that together, all this talent together, and then showing up on Sundays and proving it. Marissa, what did you think when you saw these comments? Yeah, I mean, who wants to poke the bear for no reason, right? I mean, if he didn't really mean it, I don't think he would just say it for just for the sake of saying it. In my personal opinion, I think that, um, you know, he's been on both teams, right? Now, someone could say, well, he's on the Miami Dolphins now. Of course, he's going to say that. But at the end of the day, you kind of have to trust the player who's been in two, both locker rooms. And, you know, looking at our defense right now and looking at the staff numbers that we're putting up, the Kansas City Chiefs didn't have those kind of stats with that. Now, I think at the end of the day, the biggest caveat to all of it is people are going to say, you know, the deciding factor is the fact that Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback and he's you know, probably one of the best quarterbacks, you know, sure. in our generation. But I do, I've got to trust, I've got to trust Tyreek who's been in both locker rooms and has been a part of both teams that, that, that he's correct in that. And from the numbers I'm seeing, you know, put up and the stats that they're putting out, I'd have to agree with him. The guy's on the verge to, um, and listen, I get it. He had, he had Travis Kelsey there and, but at, at the same time, he has Jalen Waddle here. Do you know the who guys, the starting, I'm sorry, do you know what the starting running back was for the Chiefs that year? I believe it was um, Damian Williams. It was Damian Williams. Yep. They had Sammy Watkins as their wide receiver too. I mean, like I said, I agree. I agree. Weapons with wise, it's the Dolphins, right? So when when I look at it, I'm like, he has Jalen Waddle here. So it's like, oh, this guy could be taking catches away from Tyreek. Tyreek Hill is basically on the verge of breaking 2,000. He is on the verge of doing it. He is averaging those hundred yard plus a game. Um, I'm sorry, yards per game. I think it's going to happen, but let's let's move to a little somber topic, which Marissa, I think you and I had the same uh, feeling about this when we watched Hard Knocks this mm -hmm. past weekend. And Danny, I know you haven't caught up. I urge you to catch up so we could talk about it. But watching Hard Knocks, well, watching the injury off the back because I was watching it live and I saw it before they shared the replay. I saw Jalen Phillips basically come off the line and just collapse into the right tackle's arms. That's what I saw. And I'm like, I don't like what I just saw. And then you see the replay and then you watch hard knocks and then the emotion just hits you that you, you it's hard not to feel sorry for Jalen Phillips. It's like, we know he's going to come back. We know he's going to come back stronger than ever. This guy is, listen, Danny, we're talking about people being aliens. This guy has the physique of like Hercules and Zeus. This guy will come back super strong from this. But as emotional as that was Marissa, when you look at this team and it's, and it's coming into its own. Bradley Chubb is looking really good. Jalen Phillips is looking monstrous. Xavier Howard is looking good. Jalen Rams is looking good. Javon Holland, everybody. So much, so much potential is coming into their own on this Vic Fangio defense. 
do you think this Jalen Phillips injury is going to be costly for this Miami Dolphins defense moving forward? I mean, I want to say the first, first of all, I mean, prayers to him. I saw his first surgery, his surgery went well, so thank goodness for that. Um, you know, for me, I don't think you can replace Jalen Phillips. I mean, he's that much, he's become that much of a superstar for this team. However, I mean, when he got injured and Emmanuel Ogba stepped in last week, Emmanuel Ogba had sat and that was, he came in late in the game, right? And so I have to trust that between him and Van Ginkle, who we call in our family Rip Van Ginkle. We call him Mr. Rip. Um, you know, I have to trust that those guys can can hold it down. And, you know, I think that I think that they will. I do. I think that uh, Van Ginkle has been a little overshadowed and hasn't had as many opportunities. Facts. Great point. And so I think that this is their time to shine and step up. And I have a lot of faith in those guys. And I think they're playing now, too, for, for this player that is injured on their team. I agree, Danny. Same question to you. True or false? Is uh, going to be a is going to be a costly injury for the Miami Dolphins on defense. I mean, I mean, costly. When you lose somebody of that caliber, you have to say at some point, even it costs you, even if it's just a little bit. Right. But what we saw from Van Ginkle while he was out earlier this year, Van yeah. Ginkle was balling. I remember I was telling you that he should be getting paid more than Bradley Chubb. I remember we were having these conversations. You did at that point. Bradley Chubb wasn't performing at the part of where he is now. Finally. And Van Ginkle was balling. So because Van Ginkle's back there and Agba's, I mean, he should be able to produce. He's not getting on the field as much as Van Ginkle. Correct. He should be able to produce when he gets out there. I Definitely a hit when you lose somebody of that caliber, but I think that they'll be able to hold their own. Uh, I wouldn't be too worried. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree with both of you that the fact that if, if the defense was really good just because of Jaden Phillips, I would be completely worried. But like I mentioned, there's so many players on this defense that are currently playing really good ball. It, it sucks that we're not going to be able to see him the rest of the year. It sucks that we're not going to be able to see him get a playoffs. Um, guess playoffs. Um, wow. I, I, I forgot. I, the, I just had a brain fart with the word. But playoff experience this upcoming year as well. So it sucks to have that hole and him not being there. But I agree. I think Andrew Van Ginkle coming off that edge. I know that Bobby Finn's talk, Dolphin Sturcy, they all love Andrew Van Ginkle coming off that edge. And I know that a lot of other Dolphin events do. I have... I have no issue. I don't want to say issue because I do have an issue with him not being here, but I don't think at all that it's going to be a problem. But let's go ahead and move to the game of the week, Marissa. We are facing another cupcake. The Washington Cupcakes at that this upcoming Sunday. And listen, I'm not calling them cupcakes. The media is because apparently that's all the Miami Dolphins beat. Now, before we get into this preview, Danny, you had a specific question that I said, I want you to bring it up. So I'm going to let you lead this one um, as far as cupcakes go. So uh, if you remember the question, if you need a little, you remember the question. All right, cool. You specifically said that sometimes in a season, really good teams have a game where they lose a game they shouldn't lose. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, I was going to bring that up when we were talking about the game, but I guess I'll I'll bring it up now. It feels like every... Every team, every season, it's a long season. They have that one hiccup where they lose to that one team that you just never expected, right? The Eagles have one loss, it's to the Jets. The, the Chiefs lost to the Broncos, mm-hmm. even though the Broncos are finally playing well. Everybody just lose, has that one random loss throughout the season. It feels like the Dolphins haven't experienced that just quite yet. Now, with that said, I guess I'll get into it. I do think that they already had that game. They so just got out of it with a win. Because I feel like they should have lost that Oakland Raiders game. I'm sorry, uh, Las Vegas Raiders game. Mm-hmm. If Antonio Pierce does a better job of coaching, 
kicking those field goals instead of going for it on fourth down like two or three times in the fourth quarter, I think that those nine points become a difference because I don't know how, but the Raiders were stopping the Dolphins from running out that clock in that fourth quarter. I think that was the game that the, the Dolphins would have lost, that you would have been like, how did they lose to the Raiders? But they somehow got out of that with the win anyway. So I don't see how they could possibly lose to a team like the Commanders, how they could lose to a team like the Titans, getting ahead of myself. So right. I think that, that that one game that every team kind of encounters throughout the year, every good team, I think they already had that game. And they won it, much to the credit of the Dolphins, because a lot of teams don't win those games. Right, so, like um, the Buffalo Bills. Right, and because they've lost to just about everybody. Right. So uh, I, I do think that they had that game already. And um, the, the commanders, the only thing that worries me about the commanders, and I talked to you about this with the Raiders, whenever mm-hmm. there's some type of coaching change, it's like the locker room kind of gets up for the, those, the, the next game. Yeah. And because now Ron Rivera is going to be calling the defensive, I think they're going to be playing a lot more zone. They know they can't play man against the Dolphins, so they're going to play a lot nope. more zone. They might be blitzing a little more than they have been when they were with Jack Del Rio. I think it might be a, a, an ugly start to the game, but the Dolphins uh, will eventually take off, and I don't think that's going to be much of an issue. JD Fins fan, by the way, thank you so much for coming by and showing love to the Better Fins fan podcast. Marissa, same question to you. Do you think, well, to Danny's point, do you think there, that we haven't ran into that situation yet where we've lost to a team that we should have beat? Or do you think it just hasn't happened yet? Do you do you potentially see it happening with these remaining cupcakes that we have before getting in into those really good teams the last three weeks? I mean, no, we're the team that beats the bad teams, right? I mean, that's what we do. You've got to keep that going. I mean, that's what we've been branded at. So, I mean, someone has to beat the bad teams, and you know, why not why us? Not us? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I honestly think Danny, and this is gonna sound. I swear I'm not being petty about this, but I think we already did lose to a team we shouldn't have lost, and that's the Buffalo Bills. We should not have lost to the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think that we're a better team than the Buffalo Bills. I think we have a better caliber offense than the Buffalo Bills because the Buffalo Bills only go as far as one person takes them, and that person is Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is a turnover machine. You could bet on it that he's going to turn that ball over at least once or twice in a game, and I think that already happened for the Miami Dolphins that's why we've been able to beat up on these other cupcake teams because we learned from that devastating loss to that, let me not curse, to that really bad Buffalo Bills team at the beginning of the year. Um, but obviously, we have we have Week 17 to show that that was the team. Because well, we, that, that, that game might not be very important, though. That is like correct. If you, if you have the division clinched, then there's no <clears throat> no chance of getting the, the first round by. Or if you already have the first round by clinched, right. that game might be a wash. Now, to that point... There's a good chance that the Bills lose the next game, which is against the Chiefs, which moves them under 500, which would, like you said, be that cupcake under 500 team that you lost to. So yep. there you go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about this Washington Commanders. Listen, I, enjoy, I I personally like Ron Rivera. You remember him as a defensive coordinator, and any team that he was a defense coordinator on, that was a stout defense. But like you said, maybe it was Jack Del Rio. Now that Ron Rivera is taking over, maybe that defense looks a little bit better. But let's be honest. A few weeks back, they did us a favor. They traded away their best edge rushers out of the out of this team. So it's like, who's really going to come after Tua this week? We have, I think, the best offensive line in the NFL right now. Who would have thunk it, Danny, in the offseason? So when I look at the matchup, let's start there. From all offensive line to their defensive line, we got the edge. We have the edge at quarterback. 
we have the edge at running back. We have the edge at wide receivers. And now somebody brought in here a very good point, and I'm going to go ahead and bring him up, Michael Carr. If Danny DeVito could outscore Washington, I don't think Miami's going to have a problem putting up points. And that's a very great point. Listen, shout out to Danny DeVito. He's doing a great job for those Giants. But Danny, is his first I, name I, Danny is the first name isn't Danny, is it? Is it Danny? Somebody, somebody listen, I don't know who this kid that's is. Oh, actor. no, Tommy. Tommy DeVito. Okay, it's okay, Tommy there DeVito. Go. There you go. It's Tommy. It's Tommy I DeVito. Know. You know? But I, when I look at it, Danny, from, from, from a talent point on both sides of the ball, Ron Rivera's defense is not going to take him that far. Like you said, I think it's going to be ugly at first. But ultimately, I think it's going to be an easy game for the Miami Dolphins. What do you think, Marissa? I think that I expect this to be a high-scoring game. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we put 50 on this team, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. No, tell me. Tell me. Do you remember the last time that somebody said this, Manny? No, no. Well, I do, but she doesn't. But let's go ahead and – I don't. But the reason I'm going to say is right now they have the worst – they're the worst defense in giving up yards to wide receivers. A. B. They are slotted – Right now, if they keep doing what they're doing to give up 6,400 yards of offense, which would be the 12th worst in NFL history, okay? And then I have I have a third. I have a third, and this will be my last one. Sam Howell has thrown in four different games. He's thrown for over 300 yards, and he has lost those games because his defense is that bad. I think we are going to run all over this mm. team. Mm. I do. I feel it. I'm going to look in the camera. I feel Say it. it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Danny? She covered all the bases. Right. Like, it, it, you don't even know what to say. The only thing I can say in the command in the commander's favor okay. is that their strength is defensive tackle. <clears throat> and I think Robert Hunt's coming back. <clears throat> but he, running up the tackles or between the tackles is going to be difficult, but you have speed to go outside. So, I mean, I, I just don't see how the commanders can kind of keep up with the dolphins. Like I said, I think to start the game, the commanders are going to come out so hype with the new coach and everything at home mm-hmm. that maybe it'll be ugly for the mm-hmm. first quarter or first 10 minutes, first two drives or so. But I think sure. the dolphins will eventually get going. The only thing that I, I would like to see from the dolphins, this game, no, there's only, there's only one game all year that they haven't turned the ball over. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was the Broncos game where I don't think they punted once. Like it was just <laughs> touchdown after touchdown. But that was the only every other game they've turned the ball over at least once. There's only I think it was three or there's only four quarterbacks. Yeah, no, she sorry, is three quarterbacks. Yeah, she is. There's only three quarterbacks that have thrown more interceptions than two of this year. Mac Jones, Sam Howell, and Josh Allen. The only quarterbacks that have thrown more more interceptions than than Tua. Yeah, that is the only thing I want to see on Sunday. No turnovers. Win the game. That that should be. I don't want to say easy, but that should be the part that's given, because the Commanders aren't good. But just don't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. I agree. So go ahead and give me your final score. What you think this game's going to be, Danny? Exactly. Man, I, I, Are you going fifty? Yeah. Are no, you going fifty? No, 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 no. I'm not going fifty. I I'll go twenty. 28, 28 to give him 10, 28 to 10 that's is cute. what I'll go. That's cute. You know 10. what? I, I also think, and we'll, Marissa, we're going to, we're going to let you go last with your score prediction. Um, You know, save the best for last. Cause you know, like Marilyn said, she is amazing. 
Um, she, and she's doing an amazing job here schooling us with all these stats she's just dropped on us during this segment. Mm-hmm. I personally think, I don't think it's going to be a 50-berg. By all means, I would love to see a 50-berg. I I wanted him to break the record against the Denver Broncos. But, you know, Mike McDaniel is a better person than I am. I would have gone for the record. I do think that it's going to be a bad game for Sam Howell. This defense is hungry, and it's getting hungrier by the week. Danny, I'm not giving him more than six points. Uh, and I know you told, you told me before you could stumble into a couple of field goals. And I remember telling you that the Raiders game, and I think they were going to get 15. They didn't get to 15. But I don't think that if the Raiders could do it, I don't think Sam Howell could do it. Because those 300-yard games that she brought up, they, they're not the Miami Dolphins. And at, at some point, the running game's going to have to get away from them because we're going to be putting points up on the board. So they're going to have to get away from the running game. They don't have the wide receivers to be able to keep up with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. I'm, I like Dolphin. I like Rob's score. I think Danny. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 32 to six as the final score as the Miami Miami Dolphins take um, care of business as their first game in December. Marissa, what is the final score for you? I already know that you said 50 for us. So what's I did. It, what's it be I for did. That? But I'm gonna be conservative because I want to be right. And okay. so I'm going to go 42 to seven to drop one more stat on you. Sam Howell is uh, no quarterback has been sacked more than him this year. Oh, I love it. I and love our, that's music to my ears. So I think if they get a touchdown, they'll be really lucky. So I'm going to go 42 to seven. Boney, I'm hitting the final button on that. All right, 42-7, final answer. H-on might be back. Lord, help these poor cupcakes. It's going to be like a birthday party at a fat camp. You are right, sir. You are right. Love Listen, it. and talking about birthdays, in a short nine days, your battered Finns fan, Mr. Bearded Fanatic, will be 40 years old. I hope that my December starts off right with a Miami Dolphins victory on Sunday, followed up with a Miami Dolphins victory on Monday Night Football, because we're going to be playing the Tennessee Titans coming up as well. And by the way, going back up to Bobby Finstock, he went ahead and let us know in the chat, by the way, that you're going to be on the Finstock Sports Network pre-gaming the Tennessee Titans game. So I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited for you because, listen, those guys put on a hell of a show. Bobby Finstock is he's amazing at what he does. So does Rob. So does Steve Malloy. So does Evan Posner. So does Fish, uh, Fish Tank Hank. They all do an amazing job. Um putting their shows together. So I'm very excited that you're going to be a part of that and be able to bring your talents there because they're, they're going to be better for it that you're going to be there for. It. I, I, I can't tell you, and I can't thank you enough for giving us the opportunity to be the first podcast that you're on. We thoroughly enjoyed it. You, you definitely brought the heat tonight. Your mom in the chat. Amazing mom. You, you were amazing. Make sure you come back every single time that Marissa's on. And I hope, I hope to have you back. I hope you enjoyed hold yourself, on, on, your on, yourself on, as on. much as we, as much as we did. That's, that's for mama boots right there. Yeah. Mom, and she's throwing out a happy birthday. She's trying to get on your good side. No, um, listen, she already, she's already on my good side. She had you, and then you came on this show. We're all good right now. There you go. Well, it's been an honor to be here. You guys are amazing. I mean, again, bearded fanatic, you reached out to me first, so you will always be first in my heart as far as that's concerned. And, uh, Daniel, it's been a pleasure. This has been a lot of fun and not as scary as I thought it was going to be for my first live show. We, we're wow. nice guys. We're nice You're guys. Really Listen, nice guys. Yeah. I can for, for, that. for Danny being a Jets fan, you know, he he holds it together on these Dolphin shows. Now, on the Jet shows, you may not want to tune into those because he's kind of nasty sometimes with me. But I am not nasty. I am only I'll, nasty on Jets Dolphins week. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. That is true. But, ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, 
if you see these barcodes at the bottom of the menu, I'll go ahead we, and start we with We heard. We heard. We heard, Mom. She she let us know at the very beginning of the show <laughs> that she was the biggest baby in Coral what not Coral Springs in uh It was Coral, Coral Springs. It was Coral Springs. Okay. Woo. I, I want to make sure my, my hearing was right. But ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, you will see two QR codes at the bottom of your screen. The one on my left hand side, that is for five star drivers that end. If you ever find yourself in South Florida, make sure you scan that QR QR code. You could definitely get a ride from two to from anywhere you need in South Florida for a much cheaper cost than you would pay with Uber or Lyft. That is my personal company. If it's not myself taking care of you, it would definitely be somebody who is going to definitely provide a five-star experience for you when you're in South Florida. Danny, go ahead and let them know about the Battered Fan Store. Yeah, and then the other QR code on the right side is the Battered Fan Store. You can come in. They have a little bit of everything as far as Miami sportswear. You got your Marlins stuff, Heat, Dolphins. Inter Miami, for those of you that are into that, there's a lot of Inter Miami stuff right there, a lot of messy, heavy, and just uh, unique stuff that you'll find at the Battered Fan Shop. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from here from all three. Oh, well, all two and a half Miami Dolphin fans. We think that the Miami Dolphins are going to move to nine and three, giving them a real commanding lead in the AFC. Go ahead. Could we ask Marissa what her outlook is for the season? Because, I, of course. I mean, yeah, before we get her out of here. Yeah, and I really quickly need to list my favorite Christmas movie. For oh, sure. Do yes, you do. There you okay. go. Okay. Perfect. I'm going to cover that one first, and it's Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation. You can't go wrong with that either. You I mean, I'm a, that. Is, that, is that kid friendly? Okay, because I've, I've been watching it with my kids, so I've been looking for. I mean, they, my grandfather had us watch Christmas movies in July, and I was watching that at eight years old. But I don't know. There you go. Hey, that's maybe, fair. That's fair. Maybe wait till 12, 13, a little okay. bit older. All right, um, I'll, I'll put that one in the reserve. And then, what was the final question? What do you think the outlook. final outlook is for the for this man? That we obviously have a few cupcakes left, and then the last three games: Dallas, Ravens, Bills. What do you think is going to be the final record for these Miami Dolphins at the end of the year? Well, record overall, and then what are you satisfied with? Because I know the goal is the Super Bowl, but, you right. know, some right. people have different goals. Like, if we get this, I'm satisfied. I mean, I would love to see a Super Bowl. I have never seen a playoff win ever. There you since go. I've been watching. So that would be amazing. <laughs> yep. Um, You know, the only team I'm really afraid of coming up is the Ravens. I think they're going to give us that a was run mine. for our money. That was mine. Um, it would be amazing if that's the only team we lost to. And uh, we, we ended the season, you know, with uh, four losses. And four. Mm -hmm. um, but the Cowboys are going to be tough, too, in their defense with Michael Parks. I mean, they're stacked. So, I mean, I would be okay if we ended the season at, you know, I'd say 12 and 12 and five. I take um, that. But I, I mean, of course I don't want to lose anymore. <laughs> and then um, obviously Super Bowl is, I don't want to say it's your goal. expectation. It's what the goal is. Um, would you be happy with a loss in the, in the first round? If we get a wild card game, would you be happy with the AFC champ? For me, it's always been since the beginning of the season, AFC championship or bust. What's been yeah. yours? Um. Yeah, I mean, if they go to the AFC Championship, that that would be amazing, and I think that would be a feat in itself. I yeah. should be concerned for my mental health if they lost that. Um, I'd probably have to dress in all black and be in mourning for about a week, but I'd, I'd, I'd move on eventually. Final question. Will you be coming down for any Miami Dolphins game from the remaining games that are left? That's a great question. That's a great question. I was actually thinking Dallas is close to me. I was yeah. looking at their schedule. They're about five hours. And I was thinking maybe I should go to that Christmas Eve game. Well, that's, that's in Miami. Miami. 
It's That's in Miami. in Miami. Then just kidding. Just ignore, erase that. <laughs> rewind the tape. Um, rewind the tape. And, um, you know, I don't know if I will be able to with work and I'm in school full time, but uh, I definitely am going to plan for a game next year for sure. Okay. Well, I, I am a season ticket holder. So, it, listen, I'm telling you right now, Mom, I'm extending the invite. If you need an extra ticket to go to the game, you could be my plus one and oh, we'll go enjoy a Miami it. Dolphins game together. Would love it. But I'm going to take you up on it. You, you've heard it here. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 29 of the Battered Fins Fan Podcast. We had Marissa Marino. Go ahead and follow her on Twitter. Go ahead and subscribe to her on YouTube. What's that YouTube channel to make sure everybody could find you? Sounds perfect. Oh, my YouTube channel is um, – that's a great question. All right. She's um, going to get it real quick. Don't worry about it. I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to just be super fast at this. Um, the name of the channel is Aqua and Orange, uh, okay. but I'm at – Marissa Marino, Marissa with one S, as you see on the screen, at Marissa Marino 0523. There you go. Marissa Marino 0523. You can find her on Twitter. You can find her on YouTube. You can drop. You, listen, if you're a Dolphins fan, do yourself a favor. Go ahead and go get, give her that follow. Go ahead and follow up on her content because she is definitely great with what she does. Danny, go ahead and lead us out of here, buddy. All right. If you are listening on audio, we appreciate you taking the time to ride with us all the way to the end. Please leave five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, Thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, comment. And for those of you that joined us live in the chat, we appreciate you taking the time to comment, kick it with us, be involved. And for Marissa's mother, a special thank you for joining us this week on the episode. And until the next one, have a good one. Fins up, y'all.